come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Good morning, Christian America. These words are the words that Jesus uses to call his disciples. What we're going to talk about in today's podcast is we're going to cover the first chapter of the book of Mark and listen and talk about what the response is by the first disciples, by those first believers, when Jesus encounters them where they are. What are their responses and what our responses should be? How are we to live in this world today? How are we supposed to come after him, as he says, in this world of complexity that we live? Let's talk about that more as we get our uh, get ready to get into the weekend. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Ed here, as always, representing the Christian American community and the Christian American revitalization effort. That's right, the Christian American revitalization effort. What we do here is we try to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. We know that it's been beaten up, it's been uh, torn up, it's been, uh, it's got its bumps and its bruises, but our faith still stands. And if you stand with it, I promise you, your faith will only grow stronger. We together as a community will only go, grow stronger. We can do that by continuing to get, engage one another, continuing to share with one another, continue, continuing to encourage and inspire and inform and educate one another in the faith. The more the stronger our community is, the more potent our message and the message of Christ is, the better off we will all be, the better off our communities will be, the better off our families will be, the better off each of us will be personally, the better off our country will be. That's how it manifests itself. When a seed is planted, it is just a seed but with the right soil and the right water and the right sunlight and the right spot, it can grow into something magnificent. And not only will it grow into something magnificent, it can grow into something that feeds people, that provides them sustenance. It, it lasts for decades, you know, a, a long time. It, it grows its roots deep into the soil, so it can't be pulled up easily. That's the message, that is one of the messages of Christ's ministry that he teaches. That even the mustard seed grows up to be one of the biggest trees that we have. And it's the fruit that, that is bore from, the, from these trees is how we can tell who Christians are. How we can tell who are followers of Christ. That is the message that Jesus gives us. And so it's our responsibility then to in turn give and pass on this message the gospel the good news that is jesus christ to everyone that we know not just the people that are closest to us but especially those people that are closest to us but also to the masses to make believers of all nations to uh to follow christ and whatever that means and in in that light is what we come to you this friday as we get ready to get into our weekend to do as we do every Friday on the podcast, which is to bring you some undiluted 
scripture verbatim that we're going to show to you that we're going to read with you so that you can you know hear and see for yourself what scripture says what jesus does what the responses are and what are the lessons then we can discuss you know what are the lessons that we can take from this passage the lessons that we can take from the wisdom of scripture into our lives and in today and today what we're going to continue going through is the first chapter of the of the gospel of mark and so if you followed us for the last few weeks as we started the book of Mark, um, you could see that Mark's writing doesn't mince words. He doesn't elaborate much. He gets straight to the point. He, he knows from the very beginning of this chapter, from the very beginning of his gospel, who Jesus is. There, is, there isn't a long prologue of the history or the uh, of his lineage or anything like that. He gets right into Jesus's ministry, baptized uh, by John the Baptist, the heavens open up the spirit like a dove falls down the voice from heaven claims that this is my son with whom i am well pleased and it's in that context that we come to you uh, uh today because right after that jesus goes off into the into the wilderness he goes off into the desert he's tempted by the devil and we talked about this in the podcast last friday and how jesus fends off the devil he fends off the devil with scripture itself because the devil will use scripture to try to subvert scripture and that's why we come to you today to bring you unadulterated scripture give it to you as written so that we can then hear it for ourselves and then discuss some of the meanings and what it means for us today and then with that, you can either agree with me or uh, or, or not. Uh, but what you can't do is you can't change the words that Scripture has given us. You haven't. You can't change the Word of God. That way, there's no excuse. You've heard it. You've seen it. You've read it. Um, and then we can discuss what that means. And then there there might be some differences of opinions on that. But so, uh, without any further ado, if you grab your Bibles and you turn it to the book of uh, to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. We're going to start uh, today here at verse 14. And so verse 14, it says, After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. In verse 16, it goes on, it says, As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked, on, he walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called to them. So they left their father Zebedee, and in the uh, so they left their father Zebedee in the boat along with their hired men and followed him. Very simple, very small, very easily understandable passage of scripture right there. First and foremost, after returning from the desert, after returning uh, from being tempted by Satan, uh, Jesus hears of John's arrest. And so what does he do? Because John was was proclaiming the Lord. He was proclaiming the, the coming of the Lord. And then when Jesus showed up, 
um, that is when John's ministry starts to dwindle and the book of John, it, uh, the gospel of John kind of covers it a little bit in more detail than in, than in Mark. But nonetheless, John is arrested by uh, Her, uh, Herod and uh, we know, and we'll get to this later about what happens to John and how he is uh, and how he is beheaded and, and killed. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. At the, so after that, Jesus comes back and he hears it. And so what does he say? He picks up the message uh, that John uh, brought to the people, saying that the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe. So not only ask for forgiveness for the things that you've done, but believe in the gospel. Believe in the gospel. That is what we're doing. That is what we're here for. We bring you the gospel today so that you can repent, hear the gospel see the gospel and believe as jesus commands in this passage believe in the gospel and so as after he does this and he's walking by the sea of galilee scripture says that he sees two fishermen he sees simon and his brother andrew now we know in the future uh jesus will change simon's name to peter so for those of you who aren't familiar with that, that is the case. So Simon, who would later be named Peter, and his brother Andrew are, are fishing, and Jesus recognizes them. And now Matthew and some of the other Gospels go into a little bit greater detail as to what happens. Mark minces no words, as we said. He gets straight to the point, and he says that Jesus called Simon and Andrew, the brothers, to come after me, and I will make you fishers of men and that's exactly what happens but what happens when they hear these words what happens when they are encountered with christ do they dilly dally amongst themselves do they make excuses about things that they have to do obviously they're in the middle of something they're trying to uh gather fish that's probably how they make their living they're probably also it's probably how they eat how they feed their families the social responsibility within children inside of the family at this time the cultural ramifications of that are pretty uh, extensive so the idea that a stranger a mere stranger would show up at their place of business at their place of work essentially and call them from that and that they would drop everything that they that they're doing that they leave their nets that they leave their boats that they leave their families and follow this man make no sense whatsoever it makes no sense that a mere stranger a mere mortal a mere person without uh w w without any graces would be able to do that that they would that they would leave all of these responsibilities to follow jesus but they do further explaining or, or, or giving justification that Jesus is no mere stranger. He knows them. He sees them. He knows who they are and he meets them where they are, at their place of business, at their place of work, at, the, at their place of responsibility. And he calls them from that. So no longer are you going to be a fisher, a fisherman of fish. You're going to be a fisherman of men and you're going to gather the men in order to build something greater than than the world has ever seen and so and, and that is a lesson to us that is a lesson to us and we're going to get back to it because it's a similar lesson uh just two verses later 
So scripture continues to go, go down, uh, to go on. And it says that they followed him and he walked a little further and he comes across John, the son, the son of Zebedee and his brother James. So John is the, the John that we know of the gospel of John, um, John and James, the son of Zebedee, James, uh, who, if you follow the book of Acts, uh, becomes a martyr in, I believe, Acts chapter 12. And so these men, again, he calls them with their father present, and yet they still leave everything. They drop their nets, they leave their father, they leave the hired hands, which also probably says that they come from a little bit of money or a little bit of influence or, or prestige, that they have hired hands with them to help them with, with their fishing. Nonetheless, they don't worry about any of it. They don't make excuses. They don't say, I need to go home and see my family. They don't, they say, they don't say I have to go pack a, uh, pack a lunch, pack a, a night's worth of clothes or whatever. They drop everything. They drop everything and they follow Jesus to become fishers of men. If we want to have influence in our lives, if we want to have influence in our society, in our communities, in our neighborhoods, what we have to do, if we want to be that inspiration, if we want to be fishers of men to seek out the goodness of people and organize them in a manner that means something, what must you do first? Jesus says, you must come after me. That's what he says. He says, you must come after me. You must come after him in order to be fishers of men. You have to drop everything that you have and you need to follow him. Jesus goes on to say throughout the gospels that if you love the world more than you love me, if you love your family more than you love me, if you love your, uh, your, your mother and your father and your brothers or your sisters more than you love me, then you are not worthy of me, is what he says. This is a tale that, ha that gets told over and over again throughout the Old Testament, all the way back to Abraham. Abraham, who's asked to sacrifice his child to the Lord. And he chooses to, as tough as a decision as that is, and as we would assume, as tough as a decision as it is for these first followers of Christ to drop what they're doing, to drop their responsibilities and follow the Lord, you would think that as tough as a, as a uh, decision as that is, they, they are willing to make it. And because they were willing to make that sacrifice, because they were willing to drop everything, because they were willing to put all else, all else, regardless of what that is, behind, make second or third or whatever, to the Lord and his work, because they were willing to make that sacrifice, we talk about them today. They have been immortalized throughout history. Abraham is the father of many nations. John, James, uh, Simon, and Andrew are still talked about today. There are statues resurrected of them from Constantinople to every country, nearly every country in this world, to Rome, to America, South America. They are known and their story is known because of the not because necessarily because of them, but because of the man they followed. And the reason they followed that man is because he is all things. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He has the answers to the world. He provides 
eternal life. And they recognize that from the very moment that he came into their lives. We should also recognize that if we say that he has entered our life. If he has entered our life, we should recognize him for who he is. And he is the son of man. He is the savior of the world. He is the lion and the lamb. And he is to be followed. And if we follow him and we do it diligently and we do it intentionally, we do it respectfully, we do it in the way that he also did it. And we repent for the things that we do wrong and we celebrate the things that do, that he provides, the blessings that he provides to us. If we do these things, then we can have an abundant life and we can have an everlasting life with him. This is the lesson from the very beginning. You can't do any of that stuff I just said without first dropping everything that in this world that matters to this world and follow Christ. Because he will make you fishers of men means that you can gather people, not for yourself. And the, the implication there is, is not supposed to be that you're gonna gather men for yourself so that you can have a big following, so that you can have a big church, so that you can make a bunch of money, so that you can build a big business, so that you can do whatever those things that you think that you wanna do. But the implication there is that you're gonna uh, build this community. We're gonna build this following so that you can direct them to where you should be directed and that's to Jesus himself. So there is your lesson for today. There is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. If you continue, uh, if you like what we do and you want to continue to hear this message, see this message on where, whatever platform that you uh, that you choose to listen or watch it on, we encourage you to, uh, again, we don't ask for donations. We'll never ask for donations. We're asked for, we ask for participation. We want you to participate as a member, as a thriving member of the Christian American revitalization effort. That's the Christian American community on all the social media platforms. That's the Good Morning Christian America podcast. That's this podcast uh, on, on, the, uh, on our YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel, or the, the podcast on all podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and any other podcasts that are out there. We are on Parler. Uh, again, big move from other social media platforms to Parler. We've been on Parler for quite some time. You can get this video uh, as it releases uh, on YouTube, on Parler, uh, every Monday, every Friday, and continued content, previous content, video content, uh, verse content, news content, on Parler, just like you can on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or anywhere else. We provide all that to you. Uh, so we ask that you engage in this community, you share this information, you share this inspiration, you share this in uh, education in the scripture to all your friends, to all your family. That way we can continue to grow this community. This community, this community cannot grow without you. And uh, we cannot do what we do without you uh, on our side. And we will continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ everywhere we go to everyone that we meet because in this world, in, in today's world, in 2020, it is most desperately needed. And so any help that you can provide by sharing, liking, commenting, uh, and engaging on any of this content, please feel free to do so. And we much, much, much appreciate it. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, where we meet each other again, on this podcast at 08 on Monday, Eastern time. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.